Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This podcast is recorded on Noongar land. We'd like to acknowledge and pay our respects to the traditional owners of the land and extend that respect to any First Nations, Aboriginal, Torres Strait Islander and their elders who are listening today. We respect their spiritual relationship with their country. Have you ever wondered exactly what it is that that married man found so appealing about paying for it? Or watched the murder doco and thought, how can that monster's mother still love him? Welcome to To Be Frank, the show that invites you to step inside the world of Constance Hall as she explores the most interesting topics and people from all over the world. With no BS, no filter. Now your host, Constance Hall, and co-host, Claudia McLeod. Hi, Claudia. <laughs> <laughs> I need a new mattress. You can't Do tell you? right now because you're sitting on our mattress, but it's fucking shit. Like it's got two dips in it. Mm. I'm waking up sore. We needed to do it like about a year ago, but we just, mm. you know. Oh, me, stuff. me too. I'm waking up so sore. And then yeah. when I stayed at a hotel over the holidays, like I woke up with a great back. Mm. I just got out of bed. I didn't make my fucking noises. I'll have to do my stretches. So I think it's like a thing. So you gradually don't realize how shit your mattress is over time. Mm. And then you do. And then you sleep in another one and you're like, Okay. I think it's my bed though because we bought a bed off Marketplace and then we couldn't get it. It was like already put together and that was why I wanted to buy it because like oh, totally. getting dense put to get together a bed. Uh, it's like I do that with drawers. Like, I yeah. Drawers, like, drawers are a nightmare. Total. Oh, they're such a nightmare. It's like a whole thing. This is when we're living on top of the shop. So then we went to get it up there, couldn't fit it. <laughs> so we had to saw it in half and then... It's fine. And then Den's like put it back together with screws. Anyway, so now it's in our new house and it fell apart. So we've got bricks underneath. Oh, no, that's what it is. No, it ain't what's wrong one. with me? Like, what's wrong with me? I will go to Kmart and spend $500 on nothing. <laughs> on a whole trolley of shit. And then I won't buy a new fucking bed. That's Do you know stopping me we're doing walking. this with the bed as well. Like, we, oh no, we went and looked at beds last year and we went to an actual bed shop and went through. We spent, I reckon, like three hours there, and we were like, "Okay, we've got this fourteen thousand dollar mattress." And then we both Did looked at each other. No, and then we both looked at each other and went, "What have we done?" But we were there. We got yeah, sucked in, yeah. sucked into it. And then someone said to, and we went, "Okay, let's just sit on it for a bit." And someone's just get one of those Emma ones. They're really good. That come in a box. Well, that's what I got in Margaret. But it's called Zeke in a box. I think they're all similar. Koala. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, Emma's the, the one to get. And how much was it? I haven't got one yet, but oh. I need to know. So I'm just going to do so it. So the one, the zinc one that I got in Margaret River was a thousand dollars. No, they're all, yeah, they're all about that. Yeah, and it's so comfy. Yeah, but it's a queen. And, right. and yeah, no, I, need a, I need a king. But yeah, I think we're going to do it. Yeah, the Emma in a box. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do it too. Okay, let's do it together. Okay, great. Anyway, <laughs> so we're on Claude's bed, in case you hadn't noticed. On my shitty bed. Yeah, we're together. This is cute, isn't it? We thought we'd do like the first potty to uh, 2024. We're in bed together. Yeah, welcome to 2024. This is a bit like Michael Hutchins and um, Paulie Yates, isn't it? And we're also drinking. Cheers. Cheers to that. It is like Michael Hutchins. Yeah. I'm Michael, you're Paul. I wonder if we're going to fall in love with this interview. I look like Paula. 
Heaven. So we've got a bit to catch up on. We do. Gorgeous. The new year, new us, Mm. new podcast. Well, it's not, it's the same podcast. (laughs) New new shit to say. (laughs) New shit to say. We're missing our third wheel, Annalise. Yeah, Annalise went back to Sydney. Which, you know, sucks when your bestie goes back home. Everyone knows if you're going to have kids, don't have them in a different state to your best friends. You really need to consider this. When you breed, you, so you know you need to be careful who you breed with. Yeah, and don't worry about who you marry. You can divorce who you marry. Yeah, be very careful who you breed with. Who you breed with? Yeah, where they're from, because if you have kids, you can't just you, get you know stuck. up and leave. So anyway, Annalise comes back from month of year, and it's great. Anyway, we miss that because we've had lots of catch-ups with all the kids. Lots of swimming, lots of pools, lots of stalking exes. You know, yeah, really? what you do with your stalking exes? Oh, all of us. Just have we? Yeah, I don't need to. Just, uh, my ex is on your speed dial, so we don't need to stalk him. He just, you know. Who? Oh, Hugh, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. I was thinking um, your other ex. I was like, no, my other exes aren't really great to stalk. Like, I just have no desire. When to someone stalked you, the idea of stalking them. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It kills it. Yeah, Christ. It's a huge year, though. I'm feeling. Oh, well, I was about to say optimistic, but because 2023 ended in such a shit house yeah. way. I for think, the world, for you know, for it was just yeah, yeah. For me personally, I mean, like, I got a new home which has eight kids all living in the lounge room. I think your year ended positively. It is, so it ended nicely. Yeah. I feel really excited about the year ahead. I've got a few business structures changing, so I feel like I'm moving towards freedom a little bit. But yeah. apart from that, the world is mm. ended in a really shit space, and I think you know, obviously, the whole universe saw a basic genocide in live time mm-hmm. and it's you know been been bloody live streamed on social media yeah the media has ignored it and we've all been left feeling really disheartened in the yep. world in justice in our country in our leaders i feel like there's sort of like two camps like people that really care about what's going on and aren't afraid to speak about it and then people that just don't want to know about it yeah and won't go there and i'm even hearing conversations between like family members and couples that are like, let's not talk about that before we go out. You know, it's just like people yeah. just don't want to go there with it. Well, it's, it's quite too, divisive. Yeah. Like if you were saying, no, nah, it has to happen, more people have to die in order for me to have my freedom, I would probably, yeah. I'd fight with you. Like yeah. wouldn't we all? So in fact, yeah. someone that I really do love and care about, someone that I've known for years, whoever, who's always sort of been a bit of a big brother to me, he's always stood up for me and just, you know, someone that I respect. He mm. said to me, he sent me a message and said they were sending Dens a John Frusciante album, which are hard to get and, and it's cute. And he's, he's, you know, those people that don't want to admit that they care. Like he's like, and I'm not doing this because I care. I'm doing this because <laughs> I clean down my room. A lot of men are like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's just cute. But anyway, so then I was like, you know, how are you? Can you believe everything that's happening? He's like, no. Oh, no, so you don't you open the floodgates and he's like, no. Only because it kind of circled back to things that we used to talk about. Yep. And so he was like, I'm not getting into this with you because we're on positive. It's know? just one of these things that some people like, they'll enter a conversation or a room or an event and go, that's yeah. not Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, anyway, and maybe so that's just been, the world. Yeah, I think it's been crazy. Lots of friendships, lots of families have been, you know, having problems and breaking up and or, you know, just arguing. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I do think it's important. You've got a small sphere of, of influence, everyone does, and it is important to have these conversations with, you know, these hard, uncomfortable conversations. It's the only way that, you know, we can stop people from covering a genocide. But on a more positive note, 
I, I just think it's important to know what's going on in the world. I think burying your head in the sand is. Oh, there's going to come a time where you know, people are going to say, what did you do? Yeah. Like, what did you know? But even, whether, you, you whether, even whether you do something or not, but knowing what is going on in the world around you and not on your doorstep is really important. And also knowing, like I remember maybe 10 years if there was a attack and a bunch of people died, I think, in France, and then there was a lot of, mm. like, people coming up and saying, why does everyone care so much about this when, you know, 15,000 people just died here? Yes. And so I think, I think it's, not- it's really important to know about what's going on with people that are not white. Yeah. And- Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like we find we hear it on the news and it's everywhere if they're white. Yep. And I'm starting to bring the word white into yep. my vocabulary a lot more with my children, just just in the sense of being an ally even. Like, you know, when my kids asked me something about some mum who was being a really dodgy, shitty mum, and one of my kids said was to me, me, no, one of my kids <laughs> said to me, she could have her kids taken off her, but that couldn't she? And I said, no, honey, the government doesn't really take mum's kids away from them that easily. It's actually quite hard to have your kids. Yeah. But I had to shape, reframe that and be like, it's actually quite hard for white women to have their kids taken off them because I have met so many Indigenous women who have, you know, for yeah, one of that's really true. Do you know what I mean? And so, like, yeah, yeah, kids, you know, it's really easy to get a job. It's really easy to uni if you're white. Yeah. Like, yeah, just yeah. to really express their privilege yeah. and make it part of the conversation yeah. of everything. Yeah. But, um, oh. Got a new con. Thanks, babe. Like a little tick. <laughs> good mum. Starting off. Tick. Good mum. Good mum. <laughs> so anyway, um, back to the world news though. South Africa has slain. Yeah. South Africa came to the party in something that has been vastly hidden in the media. In yeah. fact, like you look at the project. I don't watch it because I don't watch free hair TV, but I follow them on Instagram. And you so, watch something if there's like you know an article that. Yeah, yeah, like that's where I get my news is yeah. fucking social media, which is weird, but. The project didn't even like write anything about the no, but get this. So day one was South Africa giving their um their case, and day two was Israel defending their case, and then they go off for a week or whatever. As ever, we don't really know how long it'll take while they you know think about the evidence that's been given and come to their conclusions. And every country gets the vote and whatnot. So day one goes by, and the project doesn't say anything. Day two comes and in the morning the project is today or, or tomorrow or whatever israel um defends their case against south africa's hey. genocide yeah i didn't know that it's crazy um, but like, oh, look, i've heard about south africa and think that's great but i didn't know that there's okay, huge so it's like as an as a reporter said yesterday um owen jones who is an incredible reporter and he said this is probably one of the biggest things to happen biggest court cases to happen about time and for the media to ignore yeah. it, you, know, you think about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Was it, that was everywhere. Was it on SBS? I don't think so. I don't know. But I know that it wasn't live streamed by any of the big news sites, which is mental. But yeah, you're right really, because you can watch anything on, like, you know, the law and crime. On, yes. Um, which I do love. And the, yeah, and this has been a really fascinating case. It's been really mm-hmm. fascinating to see which points have been brought forward against Israel. Um, anyone that is any has any interest in the law at all should be. Like yeah. super interested in yeah. it. You must but, be able to see it somewhere. Well, it, it was live streamed on like Al Jazeera and like. Which is a great news network. We have, because um, James is so into Foxtel and all the 
We've got every single app. Actually, we were arguing last night about Stan. I was like, we can't get Stan. We've got everything else. Just log into my Stan. I've still got Stan. Oh, I don't right. Okay, yeah. great. And he, we can log into all my other ones. Yeah, I've got them all. <laughs> <laughs> and we're having this big argument about like, yeah, we were like, I was like, we just don't need Stan. But there's this show on that we really want to watch. But this thing will sign up for it. And then, yeah. And like, but Al Jazeera on Fox Show is great. Yeah. You get a right. really, um, it's just a really good news coverage. Well, they're trying to cancel it, of course. Of course. All of the pro-Israel. Um, of course you know, they are. But it, I love it as well. And um, and, I've, and I think, I just think it's really interesting that South Africa chose to become the country yeah. that steps up and says, you know, South Africa has its problems and they haven't been like, they haven't, they, they were apartheid yeah, the, no, they've, until such a recent history. And I just like, I love the way countries like Ireland, countries that have been through shit, they stand up for what's right. Because when I was explaining. When they could the, go the other way. They really could go the other way. That's right. Just, yeah. And they could just be corrupt because they yep. need money. They need, you know, alliances that are political alliances that will, that will benefit them. But, like, I was explaining it to my kids and my kids are like, surely every country is going to vote in favour of South Africa. And I was like, no, I swear no, 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 no. if it was about right and wrong, yes, they would, but it's about True. which countries are going to benefit from from aligning with which countries. And yep. she was like, oh, my God, they've all, all got stuff going on in the background. That's right. And there's a tangled web. Yep. But I said to her, one thing, no matter how this goes down, that you will always, we will always be able to, hold on to is the fact that South Africa had nothing to gain from yeah, stepping up and doing it. You know, everyone that's ever been in court will know if you're a witness or if you're uh, trying to take someone to court, your life is going to get fucking like hammered. Yes. You're going to get put through the ringer and you you might not win. And so they've, they've put their hands up. It's cost them, they'll be out of pocket, but it's also costing them a lot in their balls, international credibility. And yeah, I just think they're fucking great. And well, they are in that sense, but let's talk about an area they're not great. Oh. Oscar Pretorius. Oscar Pretorius. Oscar Pretorius. Is it Pistorius or Pretorius? I think it's Pistorius. Pistorius. Wow. <laughs> Do you know what that reminds me of? Do you remember the movie The Power of One? Yes. Piscock. They call it. Oh, it's a great movie. Mm. A great movie of our childhood. Do you remember The Crying Game? No. Oh, you need to go home and watch it tonight. Okay. Do you remember? <laughs> oh. Where it was like someone was trans? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, amazing. Do you, do you remember sleeping with the enemy with Julia yes. Roberts? Yes. How cool was that? That was, was like our first, movie. our first ever horror. Mm. And people need to make more horrors about DV because it's such a huge yeah. risk. Like the sleeping ghost under your fucking bed is not a big risk. But I yeah. I haven't, yeah, I could rewatch that because it's sort of, I haven't seen it for so long that I probably. One thing I'll never forget is that I wonder if he used to, <laughs> he would make sure the towels were folded. Or yes. Do you remember that? She was walking on eggshells. Yeah. And then, like, she saw in her house the towels were like that after she got in the way. Yes. And oh I'm, my God, I remember that now. Yeah. That's so true. That's I reckon true. someone who wrote that had had experience with DB. Yeah. Like, a lot of like abusive, like controlling men are really fucking particular about shit. Yeah, and they just read into. They're looking for something, like yeah. looking for, you know, yeah. just looking, looking, looking. Yeah. But now they've got trackers and cameras, and yeah, but still, harrowing. But back yeah, to Oscar Pistorius or Oscar whatever. Pist oh my god, that doco was so tragic. So for those people that have been living under a rock, but it was a while ago. It was what I think thirteen years ago that he allegedly he got charged for it. No, so he killed his partner, Reva Stenkamp, who was a gorgeous, gorgeous young thing. So the he story said, goes, he, he shot her. He shot her, claimed he, it was an intruder. Claimed he thought there was an intruder. Now, 
it's a different country. We, I used to have a friend from South Africa and her husband was murdered. And she said to me, until you've lived there and grown up there, you Absolutely. do not get it. And so, like, there's obviously massive cultural differences. Absolutely. However, the evidence was that he couldn't have shot her in that way through the door. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, it wasn't right. that she was an intruder. And also that, like, people, he said that he didn't hear her scream, but, like, neighbours from yeah. around the corner said that they heard her scream. The fact of the matter is he was convicted and charged and has gone to jail and he's served half of his sentence. He's been let out, sorry. And it's because he's a celebrity. He's an Olympic runner with no legs. He's got an ableist thing to say. Well, <laughs> it was. <laughs> he does have blades now. Well, he's the blade runner. He's the blade runner. But he is on house arrest. He's allowed to go live with his rich uncle. With all these conditions. And I just can't get my head around it. And because he was so classist as well. Like, it's one of those, what if he didn't have this fucking rich uncle to go and live with? Totally. And he had to live in, like, the fucking slum. And we're talking rich, rich. Like, he can afford to, like, fight all of his legal fees and all this sort of stuff. People like that really should have to donate a lot of money to, like, DV or to women's refugees in South Africa or, you know, do some fucking community service of learning what you are perpetrating and, and the bigger picture at play. Yeah, agreed. It's the injustice, you know, like the, that, mm. that just doesn't happen to other people, I think. it's. Mm. I've yeah. never been to South Africa. I think. No, neither. I'd love to go. So would I. A friend of mine got married there um, when I had very small children, Chloe, thanks a lot, and Stu, and I was unable to go because they were just too tiny. Mm. Um, In saying that, I took Raja to Kenya when he was six weeks old. So, um, oh, no, I wouldn't have wanted to take them. Too. <laughs> <laughs> really winning today. <laughs> but I was terrified. You should have seen me the whole really? way. Like, yeah. God, yeah, because I just had really bad anxiety. They prepped me for what to expect and stuff. But, like, yeah. loud noises, you know, anything. I was but like. You just hear stories of stuff happening, like, you know, even in Bali. It's just not like it's like areas in yeah. South Africa. But, you know, Kenya is, especially Nakuru, where, where Rafiki is based. Mm. But the thing is, because it's so dangerous there, the farm where Rafiki is, they have Maasai warriors guarding. Kenya has an incredible mm. culture. Maasai warriors are like above the law. Right. And they can, you know, they, I mean, it's insane. They can kill someone with a, what are they called, bow and arrows. And they have an arrow that's dipped in snake venom. They have one that isn't. That's a warning shot. The snake venom one will kill an elephant in half an hour. I'm joking. I'm not joking. And these guys have these the warmest, biggest smiles on their faces and they're waiting outside your rooms. Like they, they do shift work and they just want to protect you because of whatever it is that you've done for Rafiki or just because that they're just, I don't know, they're the most incredible people and they welcomed us. That man, Denim, it's, you know, the farm's not opulent that we've built at Rafiki. It's just, you know, any. So they're not fighters. They're just there to keep you safe. Like they're not. Yeah. yeah. And they, and they're really well respected because they mm-hmm. are the indigenous, like they're, they're one of the oldest tribes and they're still living in this, like in the so Mara, they're safe still living with I never felt safer. In yeah. fact, when I went back to Margaret River, I was like, come with me. I feel awkward. No, <laughs> where's my Mazai warrior? Where's my warrior? It's about who. Obviously, like, do they only work in certain areas? Like, well, how, no, do you, they, how do you get um, yourself on my side? Well, so I don't know. I have to ask Sarah. In fact, we're going to interview Sarah, but she mm-hmm. employs them. And they're so funny because, like, they're a stickler for the rules. Like, if you say there was a rule, no one can come to the compound after seven. doesn't matter who they are. That's the rule. One of the owners came to the compound after seven and they wouldn't let them in. They were just like the rules, the rules. Well, I guess that's, I mean, yeah. I can it's, yeah. And they got there. But there, there is, there was something I reckon when I, when I lay down in that bed the first night that I was there, I was like, I don't think I've ever been this happy. 
like I said to Dan, have you ever felt this happy? Like all these children who all think I'm some sort of a celebrity and like instead of if that was Australia, you would go, oh, no, 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 you'd be all humble and be like, no, I'm nothing. But it made them feel special to think that someone really special in Australia is because I just went rolled with it. But they're making me necklaces. I just don't know. There was something different about it. We'd not long been all around, you know, Europe and everything touring my book and like lived some of the most amazing experiences in some of the most amazing accommodation, but that topped everything. It yeah. was so much I have, I have heard, like, it is a really spiritual, powerful yeah. place, South Africa. Like, there's just something it's, about it. Well, no, the, Kenya's not in South Africa. But, but, South Africa. Oh, yeah, yeah. but, but I'm but, just saying South Africa's got, saying, like, some yeah. sort of, yeah, And hearing the passion and the intelligence of the people, the Kenyans that lived there telling me mm. about their own history and the way they need to conserve the land and the animals. And, you know, there's a, there's a passion there that we don't get to see every day in yeah. Australia. Yeah. I mean, obviously Indigenous people do, but they don't really want to tell us anything because we've fucking raped and pillaged. Yeah, mm. you're right. Mm. That is a whole other chapter. <laughs> Australia's colonisation. Yep, we could be there. We need a whole other episode on that. Speaking of colonisation, I've got a couple of weeks left to get my DNA tests. Oh, I'm excited oh. about that. Yeah, when does it come? Well, the, I just got a notification yesterday saying that they've received it. Who like, did you do it? With? I guess I Googled who's the fastest to do a DNA you know what I mean? Yeah. And they said heritage. But it came in the mail well, that's who I did three with. weeks after I ordered it. And then... Six weeks after sending it back, they said they've received it. But how do you know? So this is the thing. How do you know you're, A, even getting the right results? Now, don't get me wrong. I do think that we are because I know some amazing stories and I've done mine that's all blah, blah, blah. But how do you know where it's going for a start? Because apparently they're all done in, like, Amish land. There's, like, all these places out there where, yeah. In Utah. In Utah, like, out, and it's all, yeah, which is fascinating. How do we know all these companies are legit? Well, that's I mean, really, you just oh, I guess if you were Asian and they said that you were from Ireland, then you'd know that you would know they were fucked. But the the one thing that I think is a bit dodgy is that some people have sent their same DNA yep. to two different companies, and like one, that's what I've heard. You know, just results. because of the way that they're reading the results, like one will say that you've got the you're quite Celtic, another one yeah. will say that you're, yeah. you know. So I just I'd um, be interested to do mine again actually to see if I get the same results mm. but i did mine with my heritage dna i think it was okay yeah so but no just be patient yeah I know. one thing that i think is interesting is that the um i know that everything's going to be irish because all my family sort of goes back to ireland but so funny if it was nothing <laughs> <laughs> not irish at all mum's family is going to be a bit dodgy and um <laughs> and also my dad's grandmother they said spanish but the story was that she lied and said she was Spanish so that her kids wouldn't get taken off her because she was Indigenous. So oh, I love that. I don't know if that would be too far or too small or whatever to come up on my um, yeah. DNA, but it'll be interesting to oh, see. Oh, it'll be so interesting. Yeah. And also Dan's because Dan's reckons that his granddad or great-grandma was Chinese and I can't see He's that. just trying to be like me. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> so because we're the same. Yeah. Yeah, right. Interesting though. It is fascinating. So who else got done? Just you and Denim and your mum. Denim and Harry. My mum oh, did it. Nice. I got mum one of the things, but like Scott? she forgot to put a stamp on it when she sent it back. Oh, yes. I'm going to do it again. It's so draining. Because you need, you need your parents, and there's also, and I hate this, but there is some significance in the mail. What, and I more? Have, yeah. My sister got really into it years ago, and she was doing the DNA, and she goes, we've got to get, and my dad had passed away, she goes, we've got to get his brother's DNA. It's something about the mail's. Not that the male's DNA is more important or something, but there's more, I don't know, look into it, people, but that really come into shit. But, you know, you've got yeah. to get it, you've got to get your mum. Do you believe in any of that stuff about, like, where your intelligence comes from, whether it's the male or the female? 
No, that's in those sort of studies. Oh, I don't know. I really, I, hope that, um, I really hope that like male pattern balding doesn't yeah. actually come from the dad because I like a lot of women in this country bred with a man whose hair look, was gone at a very young age. Could you have like a geneticist to like let us know whether that's true or not? Yeah, because it is one of those things. But that my dad debates. has a four had a forehead of hair even when he died, but he was only fifty five when he died. But it was thick; it wasn't going anyway. So I hold on to that. Mm. Yeah, you'll know by the time your kids get to in their twenties, you'll start seeing that. Respect it's heartbreaking. Hopefully, there'll be something by then to stop holding your head transplants. Yeah, but that's plugs. Like they look terrible. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think that's the only thing there is. It is. Yeah, interesting. Mm. Yeah, my dad had a forehead of hair, but I don't have any signs to know. So Christmas came and went, and one of the things that I got my kids for Christmas was a spare the moment decision. But because Claudia had decided that she was going to get her kids a cat and it, a kitten, and it happened to be, and you know, big apologies for so not getting cute. rescue cats, everyone. I need to explain this because I have a yeah. rescue cat at home. And, and we I both am. did try that. I went to the cat haven as well. I couldn't even get served there. Like, I was like, can I look at the kittens? They're like, there's no one to even show you the kittens. There was queues of people. It was next level. And were people trying to get cats. Yeah. And wow. you couldn't even, yeah. That's it was, good. It is good, but and they all got snapped up really quickly, which is great as well. That is good because I was feeling guilty, but my excuse is that the cat Claudia was getting mm-hmm. was from a breed up. It was a low allergenic cat. Yeah, low allergenic. And also this woman has a reputation of having kittens with the most beautiful temperament. And to me that was really important. I don't want another draining pet because our last pet was – not her fault, but she was very unwell and it was so high maintenance and we just mm. need something easy and we need a cat that's going to, you know, be nice. I think we might have to assent. He's hissing at me. <laughs> I just don't know. He's very attractive, but he's, mm. yeah, he's not. He's just like he doesn't want to be in anyone's arms. Arlo's trying all sorts of things. Like I he even sent me a link to this spray that makes cats love you apparently. Catnip. No, isn't that the opposite? Catnip is the stuff that makes cats hate. No, it's, it's meant to be soothing and it makes them want to play with things, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, See, I, a video of something. It's quite funny because we've never had a cat. So, it's, well, my girl's dad had a cat when I met him. He was a big Russian blue. Hey, I don't know if you remember, but I've never had a cat from a kitten. You know, like it's all very mm. new to me. And um, it's it's really funny because they're just so different. Oh, so different. They're, so they're different, actually like, really easy pets. If you're a yeah. dog person like me. I didn't think I was going to be into the cat scene because I'm a dog person. But they're actually unconverted yeah no they're so they easy clean themselves yes yes you can leave them at home they, they, don't make the they won't eat your shit they won't yeah, yeah. whereas they also they're i, I think they don't give back as much as dogs do like, exactly but that's Boris okay. is everything to me yeah. and he will be in my bed and spooning him and yes. you know denim could die and i'd be okay because i've got Boris in the bed. and they don't have that intuition that dogs have i think as well like oh and i mean when our scooters got stolen like a few months ago and I went downstairs because I've got so many fucking people that I live with. If I hear a noise or something, I don't even jump. Mm. And so I heard someone slowly closing like, the oh, back window. Back. Broke. And I was like, I'm thinking, hang on, yeah. everyone's upstairs. Who the fuck is that? And then I saw both my scooters and the cunting charger were all stolen, like the nerve. And so the first thing I did was call Beth. Usually I'd scream for denim if there's a spider on me or something. My natural instinct is, Dad! but this time I was like, Beth! And, and he like yeah, yeah, down. Yeah, dogs know. But yeah, and then I let him out the gate to go and catch someone, but no one got caught. But so. they know other things. Like when I was pregnant, our dogs 
knew like straight away like the minute I was pregnant yep and they just sit there like they guarding you yeah dogs are amazing, but also like, Elvis was a Jack Russell and they are cunts like notoriously yeah. very cunning yeah. very smart so he as soon as I got pregnant he could tell I was moving slower I wasn't on my game mm. so he started stealing things from me and <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And like, just slowly, like, just He's sucking the witness. Yeah, I was holding a sandwich. He just jumps up and eats it, but because he knows I'm not going to be able to chase him and get it back. So I was just like, yeah, they take advantage of you. Mm. But Bear obviously would never do that because he is such a beautiful dog. I was going to bring him today because I can't yeah. leave him, but my mum let me leave him there. But yeah, like, I think I'm a convert now. Like, yeah, you're a cat person. Cat, well, but I'm pleasantly surprised and just the ease of it, like the ease, the ease. You know, when, when you go out, she doesn't look at you and go. Yeah, and then you don't feel the whole day that you could get back to walk them. Yeah. And that's the thing. I didn't want that. So, so our cat out weed on Arlo's blanket, which is one of my confidence. Okay, we haven't had that happen yet. Why? I don't know. The kitty litter was there. Did you do the safe space? Yeah. The safe space. That is... was a, a hesitant safe space. Okay, Where's well, it's Arlo's place? bedroom. Right. But there's no doors because one of the walls has been knocked down. So, But we've put like pillows around so that the dogs won't get into anything. And the kitty litter's in there, and so is the okay. food and everything. Yeah. So it's got an area. But yeah, it just um, needs to be an area. it really liked being under the bed. I'm telling you, it hates people. So Arlo put the kitty litter and it's, no, I think everything it's just under feeling the bed. Like, yeah, they're yeah. letting it suss everything out. Yeah, I think it's just feeling it takes But it just decided to piss on the fucking comforter. So that's okay. You just gotta keep it still in that area. No, I just gotta take the comforter to the fucking laundry mat. It's too big for my washing machine. True, but don't okay. let it out more until it stops weaning no. others, because that means yeah. No, I'm not. And also, I'm going to Margaret River on Wednesday, which means I need to get, like, my brother or someone to come yeah. after him, which is But it's only thing. initially. So we're going away next week as well for a week. I could have looked after your kitten. For a week? Well, I think that would stress your kitten out. Might have enjoyed it. Or, but also I think it still needs to be here. So you've got a house it hasn't been vaccinated, any of it. And I was like, it's just an initial thing and then she'll be free to leave. So yeah. it's just when they're so little. You've got stepsons and stuff. Well, they're all coming. But we've got, so one of my daughter's friends, older sister's coming. Mm -hmm. She'll love it. It's mm -hmm. just like they still need all the wet food and all that sort of thing. But other than that, like that cat's going to be staying home on her own every time we go on holidays. Have fun. Yeah, well, you can get those like dispensers. Now you need someone to come feed it. Yeah, for the wet food. Yeah. But just call in and play with it every couple of days. That's yeah, all yeah, need. Yeah, that's it. But also yeah. you've got a great house. Anyone would stay. You can get a house today easily. Yeah. Well, these are two 17-year-olds that are, oh, my God, there's going to be a party here. No, she's no, she's super responsible. But I was like, have a party. Just clean up and feed the cat. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. Just, you know, <laughs> just don't get the cat outside because it costs a lot of money. Yeah. But funny, so I told Con to go and get a cat from this woman because <laughs> they're so great, mm. even though her cat's not looking great. Turns out. The Maureen, Maureen, Maureen is like amazing, and we've got to get Maureen on the podcast. Look at what this woman has done. Maureen is like lady. She's like eighty-one. She's got long hair. She looks like she's just been time warped from the seventies. She's got three PhDs. Like she's that smart. She lives on her own in this beautiful property. She looks amazing as well. She doesn't look eighty. Oh, she looks fucking great. And she like refuses to be. She said that she, you know, went to learn how to crochet or something. But like. <laughs> All the people there, she said, she goes to me, they were all very grey, and I don't mean their hair. I mean their aura, <laughs> their energy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I found out she's been arrested three times. She's changed legislations. Like, she is the reason in WA, when we get married, we can keep our last name as women. Maureen's coming on the podcast. Maureen, the fucking cat breeder. What, you, you just never know when you're going to find someone like that. She thing. is a gem. Like, I knew I was going to be there for a long time because my friend Holly put me on to her. She's like, 
you'll be there for hours. Like, mm, but it's funny because we got totally different stories from her. Like, mm. yeah, which is surprising. Now we'll get more rain on the podcast. Yeah, we will. We'll get more rain. And more, she we us, need she more like elderly some... people that are cool. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because like I saw the silver fox, the model. I love her. Yeah, she posted this amazing reel the other day, and it was like research shows if you view growing old positively, you're likely to add seven years onto your life. And wow, yeah. And I'm like, I just want to talk to people okay, who are aging and loving it. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to talk to people that go and then your fanny dries up. And then, I mean, it is important to normalise that sort of stuff, but we don't want to put like a negative spin on it. We want people that are slaying ageing. Like this client that I had once and she was like, these are my glory years. She goes, I've bought a house where I can walk to, you know, the the beach or the co- and the coffee shop every morning and I don't have to work and finances aren't stressing me out. And I was like, oh, my God, that is so true. Yeah. They are years you should look forward to. Yeah, and it's a privilege to age. I mean, what's the alternative? We dropped dead, yeah. right? And then, like, you can have affairs. Yeah. You know, you can do you have all these, like, stuff. you know, or not just affairs, but, like, you know, who gives a fuck? Younger, yeah. you know, whatever. Not care yeah. about what your kids think. Spend your kids' inheritance. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, that's one thing that really shits me about the new generation and it's made me really question my own views about the generations that came before me because my kids, like Billy Violet, is always, huh, that's so millennial, you're so millennial. And I'm like, who the fuck do you think paved the way so that you little pricks <laughs> can be the Gen Z that you think you are? So true. You know what I mean? You only are what you are because we created a childhood for you full of freedom and, you know, we can, we didn't give up on learning how we could progress as a society and now you think you've surpassed us? Like, and so then I started thinking about the people before me and I used to always, like, tease my mum, we'll still do about being a boomer. And I'm like, you know, mum, that's so boomer, like, rank, you don't know what you're talking about. But I'm like, no, they were fucking progressive too. Yeah. And everyone is becoming more and more progressive. Our kids are always going to slay us though and just be like, you yeah, you're, yeah. Fucked. Just, just, you're fucked. fucked. You're fucked because of this and you're fucked, you know. Yeah, Billy Violet has been hassling me a lot to tell her. I had to tell her the truth about when I lost my virginity. Yeah, because, like the age. Yeah. yeah. She wouldn't shut up and, you know, she's the growing up get gradually lower and lower until you started at like, yeah. yeah. Well, I always told everyone I was 16. I told everyone. Alba does that with prices in the shop. I'm like, she's like, we just went to the shop then and we're in price line. She was like, can I get this? It's only $10. I was like, how much is it really? She goes, $11. Seventeen dollars. <laughs> and I was like, I need the final. That's what Billy does. Before we get to the church, I was like, eighteen dollars. <laughs> it's just absurd. Like yeah. it's just so crafty. That's, and that's what we do with men. How many men with funds? And you know, all well, that when we started smoking, like, I did it. I was like, I started smoking. When I was like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Year, like high school. But the problem is when your like, kids on. get to that, those ages and they can, they they've know. grown up so quickly that you don't like. I didn't want Billy to think that I wasn't didn't do everything she's doing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I had to tell her the truth. She was hounding me for it anyway. But now she keeps, because she's got a boyfriend right now, now she keeps dropping all these little, like, sleigh moments. I'm like, you know, what have you been doing today, Arlo? And he's like, you know, just playing with a cat, playing my video game. And Billy's like, 
Me, I've just been supporting teenage pregnancy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just trying to rile me up. And I'm like, I don't know what you, Billy, I don't even care, mate. <laughs> you know? like, it's just the age, like, oh, honestly. Oh, she's a fucking drainer. Yeah, I've got all the same. She's just a drainer. And they just sit there with their surly looks. <laughs> yeah, being like this being negative. I was grooming. I would have looked like you looked too when I was your age, had I have been as obsessed and had the money and the mirrors and the selfies and the fucking, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. But if you smile, you'll look really beautiful even without <laughs> <laughs> Right. But you they try smiling every now and then. Yeah, I know. They just and Billy uses denim now that I'm bitching about her. Like, she just constantly, denim, we do this for me, denim, we do that for me. We said no until the other day. She came and delivered me Arlo and swapped him for denim. And so the Sean's Torture movie with Denim and Zeke was staying in her room as well. So, and Denim just Why? does everything she says. Why would she want to watch a movie with Denim? She's obsessed with him. Because he does stuff for him? Um, and he laughs at all her jokes. And yeah, that's true, he does. Yeah, and I think he's just the cooler parent, maybe. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's interesting. How the it? tables have turned. I know, <laughs> I know. It's a fucking cunt. Oh, hotel <laughs> life, hey? So, like, kids are back to school soon. Are we feeling good? Yeah, trapped? no, I'm feeling good. I hate everyone's smear. I can't wait for the kids to go back and I'm yeah, the opposite. Yeah, I hate my kids going to school. I can't wait for my job back. No, I hate it. I hate school lunches. I hate getting mm. their homework. I hate listening to what the teachers have to say to me about my own children. Yeah. I hate, not that I, my teachers are really lovely to me, I must admit, and, and my kids, they love them. But the school drive, it's just mm. all too stressful. And I feel sorry for them because they but have you've got, to go at to least school you've got two. Hours. I know. And why do they still get homework? I know. But at least you've got two in one school and two in the other. <clears throat> Does that simplify things a bit? Not really because Arlo is, he, he has my number, mate. Like he knows how to win me over and he will just work me to get out of school like he hates it really yeah and he doesn't Arlo keeps himself in his comfort zone a lot and I remember when he was a kid I wrote blogs about this it was like um it took him a while to warm up to going to karate lessons and stuff like that like he didn't want to do it what he does is he gets good at things on his own so (laughs) that he doesn't he doesn't want to get um embarrassed by not being good at things be very hard raising look back no, never, exactly. Like when he learned how to ride a bike, he he taught himself. On our driveway in Margaret River, he was five years old and he just said, I'm learning, and he just did it. And it was a whole day of falling off, falling off, falling off, and then he did it. When he wanted to learn how to skate, same thing, every day with his little skateboard up to skate. Not asking his big brother who's a pro skater to teach him. You know, it was all about him just fucking getting solitary. Even with gaming, which I know is not a great example, but he was the same. <laughs> he was like making sure that he was good at it. And he's before he goes out there in the big world of games. You know, and he's dyslexic, so he gets embarrassed a bit at school. Yeah, yeah. So I just think he lots of people think Arlo's quite cool, lots of kids. So I think he needs to maintain that and he doesn't want people to see him vulnerable, trying something. Anyway, so when he went to high school for the orientation day, he went from being this little sleigh, bloody, you know, swag head to so nervous that like he had tears in his eyes yeah, and he's a little fish in a big pond now yeah, and it, it broke me though yeah. like he's my first son I've got Zeke who's older but he's my first one that I had as a baby and I had I had Zeke before sorry Arlo before I met Zeke if you know what I mean and there is just something about him that just pierces through to my fucking heart Billy it's different she wears me down Whereas Arlo, he's just like, I don't want to go, Mum. I don't want to go. Please don't let me go. But, and also, Billy's like you. Like, even though if she's got a little bit of nerves, she'll be like, tough exterior. And That's not exactly right. And, and she so, will slay. Within five yeah. minutes, she's got control of the situation. Arlo, on the other hand, he's actually only got one really close friend. Mm. 
he doesn't have a big ex, you know, he doesn't socialise like that. It's just when he's got his safe people, he's really close to them and he's really loyal with them. But then, yeah, so I'm worried about that. I think it's just more worry, mm. really. Yeah. It's more worry for me. But I know Billy will look after him and yeah. he'll be well, that's, fine. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, having a big sister like Billy is going to make life easier at high school, that's for sure. But And also I think everybody knows by now that I'm a psycho, so if you fuck with my kids, I, be there it's a, not, I'm not above day. punching a 13-year-old in the head. <laughs> love it i'm feeling nervous about mine mine starting because they're both starting a new school but which was our rival school in high school right. claude sending her kids to our rival school that was basically our rival school was it? it yeah we didn't like the girls that went there they didn't like us there was a few rival schools yeah that's true i think all the schools back then used to in fact like most of my friends other. didn't like you guys because it was yeah. like public school girls versus there's a lot of that but i have a lot girls. of public school friends I don't know why, because I'm just like, but I think it's different now. Also, kids move schools a lot more easily now. Like, so you, I know families that have got, you know, three different kids and one goes to a public and two go private. Mm -hmm. Whereas back in the day, it was like you all just went to the same school. Oh, I would have thought that I would never have a kid move schools. Yeah. Because but it happens. People, because when you're a kid, though, you think they're weird. Like, the new kids are weird. Yep, but it happens. And so, yeah, my eldest is moving and the other one's starting high school. They'll be all right. It's just that, you know, when you, you get that fear for your kids, like, I'm just yeah. like, I can feel their nerves. Yeah, and you just want to get rid of them. So, me, on the other hand, yeah. I'm like, I just find them, especially, I guess maybe because I had such a hard time with babies because the twins and stuff. Mm. So now that they're easier, I just find them easier to look after. In saying that, the twins, it's probably easier to get rid of them for a few days a week. Yeah. Like Rumi. Yes. Oh, he needs to on. be worn out that mm, one. Mm. He needs to go. And also Rumi is, um, he. if you don't make Rumi go places and do things, he will just stay inside and be on his iPad all the time. Like he Relatable. actually, yeah, he needs to be pushed out of his yeah. comfort zone. Yeah. All day. And I, that's the negative because everyone said, you know, when you've got ADHD but he's also got dyslexia, all three types, severe level, he's got quite a lot going on. And everybody said it'll be really beneficial for him to live with your mum with all of her structure and that no security. No meals after 8 o'clock. You know, like every routine, blah, blah, blah. But I see the negative side of that has been that yeah. Rumi hasn't had to ever. Yeah, right. Like, you know, never do anything scary, never do anything he doesn't want to do, never, like, just Push himself. Lost, lost his resilience, yeah. I'm going to go and get him in the pool now. Mm. Yeah, because when I walked in, he was like, I can't go in, I'm sunburned. But I think yeah. I will go and lure him in. Don't tell everyone my kids are sunburned. <laughs> <laughs> It's like really like un-internet friendly these days if your kids are banned. Well, I'm, but it wasn't really my fault because was I it did, overcast. No, I did. I told them to get. I don't usually take my kids out before, in the sun. That sun's grueling. Yes, it so is. And I'm also, I'm also do it like, when you're old enough to put it on yourself, they do need to start doing it because God, yeah. you know. And one or two, I know this is you know controversial, but one or two burns. Make them learn. Like my daughter got really badly burnt in Bali one year. It was over, so overcast. Mm -hmm. Like it felt like 19 degrees in no sun. And she was, like it was horrific. She had peeling, that like blisters. And it was, and she is, if I look at her and go, sunscreen or do, she is on it. Like, yeah, so good. you learn from that. Like, well, and when you've got kids, they, kids, you can't do, what, do it all for No, you. and they went to the pool before I had the sun cream. So I was going to Coles to get the sun cream. Yeah. And then I was like, get out of the pool so I can get the sun cream. Get out of the pool. And I said it like and 50 times. Already, yeah. They get out of the pool and they do the shittiest job. I mean, they, it take, took them ages. I'm trying to like round them. I'm like rounding up cats, you know. Anyway, so now they've got a sunburn. But I'm not that worried about it because we leave the house so late every day. Like we, you yeah. know, if we're, we go to the beach most days and take the dogs down, we wait till five. It's just too yeah, grueling. You need to otherwise. go early or late. But I noticed that they were quite pale this year and I did want them to get a little bit of sun. 
but just like not this much. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm not a fan of sun cream. No, they're like healing, and, and now they're all fucked. Yeah, exactly. I think we just need those. Who was the lady that came? Nigella. She had like a neck to knee. Just her eyes. Yeah, it was like a burqa. Wasn't that like a religious thing? Is she? No, it was just for sun protection. Right. I'm now thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would need a shaper one because yeah, it wasn't. Like, I would look like a telly tuppy. Well, there you go. Bring one out. Yeah. yeah. I did bring out a rashi this year. Did you? It sold really well. Yeah. I need it was one. I need one for Esperance. Okay, I'll get you one because we're gonna go sit like on the beach all day and talk. You know, Esperance water is cold. That's fine. Mm, it's beautiful, but it's so cold. I don't mind. I don't mind it when it's cold, especially when it's warm. Yeah. I yeah. want to be in a crisp, yeah. cold, you know. I don't want to be in like a lukewarm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hope you get in there overheated. No, I like that. Oh, you're so good. I'm actually, um, you know, my new house. I'm currently in the process. I've got a guy coming to talk to me tomorrow about the renovations that I can't afford, but I'm going ahead with the plans Ooh. anyway. And he's, I'm going to create a natural looking lagoon in the backyard oh, with yeah. a waterfall yeah. and yeah but it will Rocks. be like salt water chlorinated whatever mm-hmm. to keep it clean because i'm not gonna you know you have to be a fucking scientist to know how to make a swim pond and, and make it consumable and not get you know gross no i'm going to actually create like the world's most wow. magnificent yeah i'll share and spoke yeah i'll put them on our phone and instagram i always say that i'm going to do things on instagram and don't but this time i will Mm, I look forward to it. Mm. Covered a lot of ground today. We're back. 2024. Yeah, we've got some like amazing interviews coming. Yeah. Yeah, the next couple of weeks you're going to hear some pretty slay interviews. Yeah. Including, should we tell them? I don't think so. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Which we probably will share like in five minutes or tomorrow. (laughs) That's what we do. Thanks for listening, guys. guys. Welcome back. Happy New Year. Thanks for listening to another episode of To Be Frank. If you enjoyed this episode and want more, be sure to click follow. And leaving a review helps others find the podcast. Join us next time as we explore more interesting topics and people from all over the world. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.